Welcome to That Foreign Feeling, a podcast that creates space for conversations surrounding mental health, grief, and loss. When you may not know what you are feeling exactly, but you know something is different. You may not be able to explain it or understand it. All of these feelings are what we call That Foreign Feeling. We're so grateful and excited to be able to tell you about our sponsor, BetterHelp. I'd been going through a season where I knew I needed to get back into therapy and had to seek out a new therapist. I've only ever gone to in-person therapy, but as it turned out, no one was taking new clients and waiting lists weren't being offered. BetterHelp was recommended to me by my sister, and I was very hesitant to try out an online therapy service. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. I took what felt like a leap of faith, and it was one of the best leaps I've ever taken. I was matched quickly based on my preferences and the accessibility, the professionalism, the options all exceeded my expectations. It's so convenient. You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, live chat, phone, or video call. There are days where I can't do live video because my girls are up and starting their homeschool day. So instead of rescheduling my much needed session or putting off school, I just opt for a live chat. I can see what my therapist is typing and get more in versus waiting blindly for the next message. I absolutely love it. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get you started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions or chats when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. BetterHelp is going to help those of you who may be stuck in a situation like mine. Ready for therapy, but no luck finding someone or someone soon enough. A big thank you to our sponsor who's letting you get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp by going to betterhelp.com backslash that foreign feeling. That's better H-E-L-P p.com slash that foreign right, feeling welcome to another mini episode this is steph and today i'm going to talk about dbt and just to clarify in the beginning this is me talking about it basically off of my experience and therapy not basically that's realistically i'm not a doctor or anything like that um but this is a type of therapy it's called dialectal behavioral therapy that's what dbt stands for that i dove into personally um when i was a mom of young kids i had experience going to this kind of therapy before i became a mom um but i committed to it and then regularly keeping up with it for my mental health as a mom of young kids because it is coping skills coping skills i wish that were taught in school when i went to school and that i take into consideration as i'm raising my kids and homeschooling them and needing to help regulate emotions as they sort out how they should feel about things in life 
and what to do with the emotions. So if I were to go on to the internet and look up what DBT is, one definition is that it is a type of talk therapy. It's based on cognitive behavioral therapy, which is CBT, but it's especially adapted for people who feel emotions very intensely. The aim of DBT is to help you understand and accept your difficult feelings and learn skills to manage them. I thought that was a pretty good definition. There's a more, um, I don't know, you could say medically, medical type of definition that, especially when you have um, the need for this type of skill um, and therapy, these skills in therapy, it probably sounds a little offensive, um, but I think if we sat down and were all honest at the end of the day, we all deal with hard stuff. And so if we can admit that and at least commit to moving forward it, I really think more of us would see less shame in it. So here's the other definition. Dialectal behavior therapy is an evidence-based psychotherapy that began with efforts to treat personality disorders and interpersonal conflicts. Evidence suggests that DBT can be useful in treating mood disorders and suicidal ideation as well as for changing behavioral patterns such as self-harm and substance use. There are things listed in there that I have had problems with and battled and once in a while may still battle. Um, So don't feel ashamed if that's you too. So I found a resource the other day, and this is the whole reason for doing this episode and why we provide this information on our podcast is to help with resources and advocating and awareness. Um, I was looking up DBT on my computer and I found a website called DBT Tools, dbt.tools that I'd never seen before. To be honest, I used a lot of workbooks and was in therapy and they usually provided me a binder with all the tools necessary. Um, So I didn't really go off of a computer-based learning style for DBT. But anyways, so when I pop up, I'm on my iPad and I go to dbt.tools. I haven't looked through the site because I wanted to wait till I did this um, episode for the podcast so you could see my thoughts off the bat. I wouldn't have to feel like I'm... uh, faking anything I come on with. Anyways, let's keep going. So right away on the first page, it says dialectal behavior therapy, DBT tools. DBT is a therapy program designed by Marsha. Oh, oh, I'm going to say this wrong. So you're going to have to look it up. Linehan or Linhan, L-I-N-E-H-A-N. It was created to help clients who struggle with depression and anxiety. These clients sometimes find it difficult to continue living. DBT is based on the biosocial theory and is intended to help those who are highly sensitive to their environment, are highly reactive to events, often become overwhelmed with emotion, and are slow to return to calm. 
it goes on to tell more about it and I'll let you dive into that if you want to but we're going to keep going on the left hand side where there would usually be I think a drop down menu for your phone um, on my iPad it's just all listed there in a sidebar and it says dbt tools at the top and then it goes starts listing some of those tools and coping skills so the first one on top is mindfulness and if you hit the little plus sign next to it it lists the individual skills i love this why is mind skill the what skill and the how skill so then I'll go back to these in a second. I'm just going to, there's four main categories. And I remember doing therapy, we used to go through them all and then rotate back through. The next is distress tolerance. And if I hit the plus sign there, we get the accept skill, the tip skill, self-soothe skill, improve skill, pros and cons skill, problem solving skill, radical acceptance skill. I am excited to see what they have under radical acceptance. And I'm going to make sure I click on that one because that has been like a major skill that's helped me once I learned it in DBT. Okay, the next section is emotional regulation. And under there is the stop skill, the opposite action skill. That's a great one. ABC please skill. I feel like some of these are new since I went to DBT therapy in person. The building mastery skill, amazing. So good. You guys should really look into these. Cope ahead skill, positive self-talk skill. Okay, and then the last category here is interpersonal effectiveness. The dear man skill, give skill, fast skill, and boundary building skill. So I'm going to go back up to mindfulness, and I'm going to click on one of each in these categories. Just to give you a little example. So if I click on wise mind skill, it says a person using wise mind uses some input from both the emotion mind and some input from logic mind and then adds intuitive knowing. This person focuses on getting things done effectively and the focus is on the experience. A person in emotion mind, a person, ooh, Sorry, it's early. A person is in emotion mind when their emotions are in control. Logical or reasonable thinking is not present. They seem out of control. They may report feeling overwhelmed, stuck, confused, or simply cannot find a resolution or way to move forward. Then you have logic mind. So you have emotional. And so here's the two we're often operating in, emotional mind or logic mind. And what we want is wise mind. So logic mind is a person and logic mind seems calm, cool, and collected. They approach a situation with knowledge intellectually. They are thinking logically or rationally. They pay attention to the facts and ignore emotions. They are practical and cool in developing a plan. Decisions and actions are controlled by logic. <clears throat> Wise mind. A person using wise mind uses input from both emotion mind and from logic mind. Jay kind of already said and adds intuitive knowing this person focuses on getting things done their focus is on the experience our experience is always going to be much better if we can take a little bit of both if we're struggling and overwhelmed with emotions if we can reel in and start listing out the facts so that we can make a logical decision 
that wasn't the right word. <laughs> Logical. Because we need to use the logic. At the end, it's not that we want the answer to be logic. We want it to be wise. We need to use both. We're not robots. We have to take our feelings and emotions into consideration. Thank you for listening to That Foreign Feeling. For more information on The Butterfly Path or this podcast, visit thatforeignfeeling.com.